On the Parsha, we started learning the portion of Mishpatim today. Um, so in the end of the uh, today's Parsha in Rishon, uh, the Pasik says, anoshim, when people will quarrel. People have a fight, they'll fight amongst each other. And one of the things that we see many times in this Parsha, we find that when the Torah gives you a law, it sort of connects it to a common occurrence that uh, something that happens. So you see from here that it starts off with a quarrel. People quarrel with each other. They start fighting with each other. So what happens? They start with a fight. So then, next comes Vihiko Ishas So one man will hit his friend. How will he hit him? For the Allah, it doesn't make a difference in various, but he says, gives you an example, Be'even, either with a stone, maybe he throws a stone at him, throws a stone at him, or or he gives him with the egreif, he gives him with his fist, he gives him a punch. And what happens, it says, Yomus. But he doesn't die. So he gave him a fist. Now, of course, if a person would do this and he would kill the other person, then we have the death penalty for somebody that's murder, if you kill somebody. But in this case, the person, the scenario here, the person didn't die. But what happens is, He fell to his bed which means he's sick. He got sick. Now what happens when he gets sick? When he gets sick because of the punch. So earlier, later on, we were going to learn, um, there is, Rashi explains that ayin takas ayin, uh, an eye for an eye, shein takas shein. Even though, what does it mean? Literally, it seems like if you poked out somebody's eye, you get your eye poked out as well, but that's not what it means. An eye, what it, eye for an eye means that they got to pay you the value of the eye. If the person uh, hurts you and causes you uh, damage and takes out a limb of yours, then you have to pay for the limb. How do we evaluate what the value of a limb is? And the way we evaluate that is you see if you per- sell the person as a slave in the market, what is the value of a person with the limb and a person without the limb, the difference between the value is the difference in the damage that you have done. So that would be considered the payment for the damage that you have done. Now, in this case, conceivably, that we're talking about, maybe he hasn't caused them any permanent damage, which means he punched them or he threw a stone, but later on he fell to bed, he got sick, but he didn't lose a limb, he didn't cause him any permanent damage he just you know he had to go to the hospital and he had to go to uh, uh, the rest up from the um, from the pain and from the uh, wound so now there is time that he wasted so that is called uh, Sheves which means as we're going to see in the Pasuk that which means that right now he's wasting time. He can't be working, so he's losing uh, 
he's losing pay because now that he hurt him. So in addition to paying for the actual damage that you caused, you also have to pay for the time that the person can't work. You caused him damage that he can, can't work in the meantime. And the other thing is, uh, there's also doctor's bills. But first we have to wait and we have to see the Pasik says, If he gets up and he can walk on his own, leaning on himself, in other words, he doesn't need help or support from uh, something else, but he can walk on his own. So then, So then the one who beat him will be cleared. In other words, there will be no death penalty for the one that, that beat him. Why? Because he didn't kill him. But that's obvious. So as Rashi explains, that what happens if the person didn't fully heal? Let's say he, uh, he uh, goes around like for two days. He doesn't die right away. But then maybe a week later, he dies. So that depends on if he got better and he's walking on his own. So then we say when he died later, that's something else, a different occurrence and the person is not responsible. But if the person didn't die right away, but he dies, but he never re- recovered from the blow, then that's still going to be the death penalty. The Nikah Maka, when will the one that beat him be cleared? Only if he actually is able to walk on his own already. In other words, that he has recovered from the blow, then the other person would be responsible. However, still, even though he is not guilty for death because the person didn't die, even, but still, he has to pay. He has to pay him for the time that he wasted, that he couldn't work, that he wasted because of the wound. And also there's medical bills. So you have to pay both the medical bills and the shifted up. So really, we talked about three... Uh, damages that you have to pay. But there's also actually additional two damages that would apply. The Pasuk over here doesn't talk about those damages. One is called Tsar. Tsar. And also, what is the other one? That's okay. That's Tsar. That's all pain and suffering with Tsar. One more thing. Boishas. Shame. Shame. Boishas. Boishas. Shame. Busha. Which means that um, there's pain because when the way, because losing a limb, for example, is one thing. You can pay for the limb, but you can lose a limb in various different ways, in a painful way, in a not painful way. That there's a value to that also. So there's more than just losing the limb. There's losing the limb in a painful way. That has to be compensated as well. And the other compensation is for the shame that the person caused them by giving the blow. That's it. But those two are not discussed over here. But what I want to just uh, quickly just say, the analogy to this is, uh, the first thing is you see that there is a quarrel going on. And, you know, actually uh, within the human being, there's also quarrels going on because the two Yetzers, you have the Yetzer Tov and the Yetzer Ra. The good and the bad inclination. And as the Alter Rebbe describes in Tanya, there is a battle going on between them. Each one wants to control the, um, the, the other one. So, unless you're a Russia, 
a real Russia, Russia of Raloi, um, then there can be a beating in which you actually die, sort of. You almost die. Spiritually, you die because uh, at that point, uh, you're like so far away that you're almost, your soul is lost. But uh, in this case, if we take the analogy, sometimes, you know, you get beaten. You get beaten. You know, what is the, uh, even the difference between a stone and a fist is a fist is, you make contact with the enemy. The fist is the, he punches you, you have a contact with him. When you throw a, a stone, it's from far away. You're not actually touching it. And the same thing spiritually, sometimes we have like uh, problems like they are like from a distance. So they're not really um, things that uh, come from within ourselves. Uh, within our environment, and that maybe could be equated like uh, sometimes we get cut up like with uh, bad neighbors or bad influences, somebody, you know, from the outside. That would be sort of a, like a throwing a stone from far away, not within you. And then you have the aggregates, the serve, that would be sort of close things that is in your own heart, that you all have your own negative sort of, uh, this would be like from the outside, from somebody's far. And sometimes, you know, you get a stone, you get something thrown at you, you know, like thrown at you would mean something unusual from the outside, or the aggregate would be something in context, something close by. And, uh, but below Yomus, you know, you don't die, you don't totally uh, cause, tear yourself away, but you just like, you get sick, you know, your soul is sick. So the Pasuk tells you that, you know, you can get up. You can get up and walk back. You know, you can heal. It's not a... Uh, uh, there might be a uh, waste of time. There might be uh, medical bills in the... In the um, Tanya, the Alter Rebbe writes that tzedakah is like uh, when you pay for the... Um, you know, there's a certain uh, measure amount of tzedakah that one needs to give, but one shouldn't give more than that, like more than... 20%, more than a fifth of his, I shouldn't give more than that. But the Alta River writes, when you come to heal your soul, um, just like medicine, there's two things. Giving tzedakah for the mitzvah of tzedakah, but sometimes it's for your own healing. So when you give for your own healing, you don't say doctor's bill, whatever it costs. You know, you pay, you have to pay for the doctor's bill. One doesn't make a cheshman and say, well, I'm only going to pay so much money to get better, and that's it. And, uh, person will give everything you own, you know, to get better. So spiritually, you also get better. So, um, and there might be, uh, you know, waste of time uh, of, um, of, of, you know, battling the Yetzirah and, and there may be better, better, better medical things, but the, I guess the, the more uh, easier way and the way to overcome is to not... Um, not to Yudivan Anoshim, not to quarrel with the Yitzhar, which means um, to be involved, invest yourself in positive things. See, there's two ways. There's either you take on the Yitzhar, you take on the enemy, and you quarrel with him, and then you're liable to get hurt, you're liable to get a punch, you're liable to get a stone. But if you concentrate mostly on filling up your days and your mind and your heart with good, positive things, you don't waste, so you don't give an opportunity, you don't quarrel with the Yitzhar, you don't entertain him. You just have no time for him. You're so preoccupied and you're so busy 
we're doing good things that when the Yitzhara comes, you don't quarrel with him because you don't, you don't take him on at all. I once heard a marshal who said that uh, uh, so if you two soldiers fighting, so sometimes uh, one uh, soldier that gets hit, so he starts to bandage himself, and while he's bandaged, he gets hit again, then he can get hit again. But another soldier who's smart, he shoots back. He doesn't start bandaging, he'll bandage himself later. In the meantime, he just keeps on shooting back. Once he's ended with the enemy, then he'll start bandaging himself. So, I mean, basically, but in this case, we're talking about a little light can push away lots of darknesses. So, if you invest your time and your energy in doing good things and reaching out to other people and doing mitzvahs and being occupied in good things, so then your head is full, your mind is full, your heart is full, you don't have time to entertain. So, when Pagabach Manuvel Zeb, when the Yetzar comes to you and tries to uh, catch you, then he's, you're not even in his vicinity. Can't throw no stones, can't give you no punches, and then you're, you're strong. But sometimes if he does get you, uh, you know, then you need the healing. Uh, you know, it's, uh, sometimes there's a waste of time over there and energy, but uh, the healing, you know, you have to do, you have to do tzedakah, do extra, and then Hashem helps you that it's kiflaim l'teshia, and Hashem helps you, l'teshia m'shev te'nafshei, that Hashem God helps you because if you want to do what's right, Hashem gives you that extra support that you need to overcome all the obstacles and be successful.